Oh God, help us to open our ears this day and our hearts and our minds to you and to your call to us as individuals and to us as your church. Amen. And from that text, as Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon and Andrew, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. I'm not always a big fan of change, of change, not at all. In this life, in the world, in my little world, I am often actually a convicted creature of unchanging habits and tastes and behavior. So in my closet, you'll find 15 or so Land's End white or blue button-down dress shirts. I can't remember the last time I ever wore any other brand or style. Or jeans, Levi's 501s, since the eighth grade, since the day I rebelled and absolutely refused to wear a pair of Sears tough skins (laughs) that my mom bought to save money. Or friends, most of my closest connections are decades old. They have been with me for so long, thank God. Or faith, I cannot remember a moment in my life when God has not been real to me a power, a force, my conscience, my friend, seemingly forever. So no, I don't easily change. Same haircut for 50 years, haircut place for 11 years, doctor for 17 years until he retired, summer vacation spot for 26 years. So you get the picture. I sometimes like things to stay the same if they can. Part of this is utilitarianism. If it works, why change? Part of my change aversion is fear. Well, what if this new thing or new person or new style or new job or new activity fails or lets me down? Part of my dislike of change is I really like comfort. I like predictability. I like dependability. I like knowing what is coming before it arrives. I like terra firma to stand upon. So is anyone here like me, when it comes to change, okay? And yet sometimes I love change. I love the new and the different and the unknown, setting out on a path I've never, ever trod before, trying a brand new way of life or shifting a long-held belief or picking up and moving to a brand new job and home. You know, when I left corporate life for ministry 30 years ago, I had no idea what life would be like in the ministry, but thank God that God gave me the courage to make that leap of faith. Several years ago, when I said yes to trying to ride my bike 100 miles in one day, I was sure I could never do it. And yet, what an amazing rush and experience. When I sang a solo for the first time, when I fell in love for the first time, it was so scary and was so wonderful. And my faith and change, I don't believe anymore in a white-bearded old man who hangs out in the clouds waiting to punish me for any little sin. I sometimes like things to change. Me, life, habits, same old, same old. 
Part of this is a fear that if I just stay put, I will ossify, I will harden, I will freeze, I will become like a bug encased in amber. Part of my joy and change is pushing myself to be more than I am and not just settle for the safe and the easy and the familiar. Part of my need for change is the knowledge that sometimes I must change, change addictions for better health, change my faith for God is asking me to, change my circumstances because it is time to move on. Anybody here like me like change? Okay. I have a very mixed relationship with change. We all do. We love it and we fear it. And yet deep down, I think we all know that change just is. Change is hardwired in God's creation, in our bodies and souls and life and everything. No change, no life, not really. Which makes me wonder about those disciples we meet on the shore of the Sea of Galilee in today's Bible study. Fishermen, we are told, a brand of working folk who cast their nets out into the waves and who hauled in fish for the market, for their jobs. Maybe they were fishermen just like their dads and their dads' dads too. Fishermen who one day see in the distance this man walking along the shore, and as they watch him approach, maybe they wonder, if this is the teacher, this new rabbi they've been hearing so much about, who is preaching about God's love and drawing huge crowds and curing the sick and loving the lost and caring for the folks in that world that no one else seemed to care about, And then this prophet and mystic, he comes up beside them, he looks them into their eyes, and he simply says, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And the story goes on to say that immediately, yes, immediately, they dropped their nets, they left those nets, and they followed Jesus. So I have to confess, whenever I hear that story, my first response is, come on, really? Immediately? Talk about change, vast change too. But friends, something within them, apparently, God, faith, courage, adventure, it moved them to go, to know that they were called to change, to have faith and to set out even though they had no idea what was to come or where they would go, to leave behind the known for the unknown, the sure for the unsure, the guaranteed for the risky. All they had was each other and their trust in God and this guy called Jesus. So me, I want to balk at this tale. I don't want to hear it. I think sometimes it's impossible, but then I I remember... We at certain times have all faced into such moments and such shifts. We decide to have kids and we have no idea, none at all, just what they will be like and how our lives will change. And yet, would any of you as parents ever now want to turn back from that net dropping moment? We drop our nets. We face a moment when we look into the eyes of the one we love and say to them, spend your life with me, and I with you. And then we do. We drop our nets. We walk out of a job or a relationship into a new career or a new love, 
And then we thank God that we had the guts to move on before we were sure where we would go. We take any leap of faith in this life and we just say, God, please go with me. And then we drop those nets and we go. And nothing is ever the same. Friends, I have to say it's been amazing to talk to many of you and hear all of the responses to our church's 2020 report and recommendations. How within each of us, me, too, how exciting it is and how scary it is to think about how God might be asking us as Pilgrim Church to change, to drop our nets as we seek to serve an ever-changed and changing world. How will we change as a church? What nets of faith, what long-cherished traditions must we absolutely hang on to? These things that make us, us, and what nets of faith and practice must we drop? if we are to continue to be vital, God's pilgrim people in the world. I have to say, not just for our church, but in 2020 in the world, it is a net-dropping moment. That is for sure. But here's the gift and the one truth I pray that we will never, ever forget. All we have is each other and our trust in God and this guy named Jesus. And friends, that is always more than enough. And then some. We have our God, we have our brothers and sisters for the journey, and Jesus, who walks along the shore, who looks at me and looks at you, and looks at us and looks at this world, and says, follow me. May God give us the strength and the commitment to do just that. Let all God's fisher folk say, Amen.